welcome to Damsels in Dialogue, a podcast dedicated to female protagonists in fiction, film, and the stage. Co-hosted by India Marie Paul and Katie Zutter. As a special treat for our inaugural season, we are hosting a March Madness-style tournament where we place 33 Disney and Pixar animated heroines in a bracket to see who walks away with the crown. This is it. Today, we figure out who will reign victorious in our championship round in our final episode of season one. After a tournament full of upsets and heartbreak, we will finally see who is the queen of heroines. This is Maiden Madness. Welcome to Welcome. the final pairing. Oh, I'm so excited. And I yep. I have to say, this Elsa versus Anna thing, I I did not expect that at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to have mm-hmm. the sisters matched up against each other like this. Yeah. Um, but it is exciting to see. Just to remind everybody, in running for our third place mm-hmm. is Anna versus Elsa. And in the Final bracket, the final two, we have Belle versus Mulan. Just to recap everybody, but yeah, I I did not think. What what did you what did you when, think about the final matchup so far? When we first started talking about this, because we had done a couple podcasts, so like we had dug into some characters, and I I really thought Rapunzel would be in the final, and I thought it would be against Anna. You had some like newer princesses who mm-hmm. were pretty heroic and determined and didn't have problematic love interests, that kind of thing. And Anna has made it to third and fourth matchup, but Rapunzel got kicked out really early. So I, my bracket is so vastly different than what I originally had thought in a wonderful way. It was really great to see Belle come this far. I, Her and Mulan were both ones I, I loved growing up, but I actually once we've dug into them, have a much bigger appreciation for them after this tournament, which has been really fun. And the fact that both of them are non-magical and mm-hmm. not royalty, I think it's really, really fascinating. Oh my gosh, yes. Belle surprised me. Yeah. Belle surprised me a lot. And not that I don't love Belle. She's mm-hmm. great. I just mm-hmm. didn't realize how much she was given yeah. in comparison to other princesses there was definitely people like rapunzel that i thought would mm-hmm. go farther i am pleasantly surprised with how far nani went she's yes. one of my favorites yes. so i'm so glad she went as far as she did i laugh every time i think about the three fairies that made it as far as they did oh yeah uh, well they, deserved you know? well deserved but cracked me up yeah that um, was a great i'm so happy we included them because we can <laughs> figure out how not to they were just right. most of that movie right <laughs> So yeah, we will we will get into more later about our other friends, but without further ado, yes, let's dive in to third place. We Who have the Frozen the Sisters going head to head. Yes, yes, and they are they they fluctuated a lot for me as we've been going through this. So we're still using the whole bracket. We have some votes from Patreons to add in. Which were um, no help. Thank you, guys. Oh, my gosh. The Patreons have again <laughs> gone split down the middle on this On one. all sides. Yes. Everyone got the same amount of points. So, so thanks, but no thanks. I mean, we'll still add it. What does... You know what? <sighs> yes, we will still add the, the points. Because your points matter, guys. Your points do matter. And what's so fascinating is it makes me feel like we've at least done a decent job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know when it's that tight. <laughs> Because they're tied. So it is 
really interesting to see where people landed on things. And we took a social media poll for our championship, too, and we'll get there. But Anna and Elsa have fluctuated a lot as we've talked about what courage is. And what I love about what we've been doing with this and with our rubric is that it's forcing us to analyze a children's movie. It's for yeah. families, yeah, yeah. but it it forces us to analyze it in a way that is is beyond just is it pretty? Is it good? Is mm-hmm. it bad? And it asks a lot of hard questions. Like I've been questioning, like, what is courage? What is uh, to stand up for Fears. others? What is, yeah, what are flaws? Like, a, or flaws, that's what yeah, I meant yeah. to say. Flaws is a really, really good one. We've- yeah, so it's it's made me question what those things mean to me and what it means for in a story for female protagonists. Mm-hmm. So it's been really cool to dig into them. That's why these two particularly have fluctuated a lot with me. Right it's now, so tough to make them to the first one, especially yeah. for these two, because yeah. these two... I mean, a lot of these characters that we've talked about ha- have other, before we dive into your, yes, <laughs> your yes, scores, yes, yes. Uh, a lot of the, t- the characters that we've met and talked about, many of them do have second films, mm-hmm. but those second films don't have quite, quite the extensive amount of character growth yes. <laughs> that Frozen 2 does. Um, and even, even the little shorts, mm-hmm. uh, Elsa really comes out of her shell in... yeah. In the shorts before we even get uh, the movie. So um, you watch Kristoff truly fall in love with Anna in the mm-hmm. shorts before mm-hmm. you get the second movie. So it's for these two, the hardest part for me was really and truly trying to ask myself, okay, but does this work for the first movie yeah. and only the first movie? Like yeah. you can't think about anything else. So that that has been especially tricky. But- these two yeah but yeah anyway. frozen 2 really changed a lot for both of these as far as growing up and becoming yeah. heroes i really uh, think both their both scores them, go up a lot in yeah the second one. agreed and bell and mulan do have second films ish but yeah the scores i don't think would nearly bell's is kind of it's it's not like a sequel like a it's almost like a 0. 0.5 yeah yeah and mulan <laughs> like does have a second one but i don't yeah, think mulan their scores would yeah, their scores wouldn't change that much, but Anna and Elsa, Anna and Elsa definitely do. So for me, let's start yes. with heroic personality scores. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, so for me, Anna and heroic personality got a thirty-one, mm. and Elsa got a twenty-seven. I literally have only two points higher in both categories. Oh, nice! So the the balance yeah. is still there. Okay. Yeah, the balance is exactly there. Twenty uh, twenty-nine for Elsa and thirty-three for Anna because you did. 31, 37, right? Yep. yep. 31, Exactly two yep. points more. Yep. So, <laughs> <laughs> was there anything that changed for you from the last time we spoke? Because I know we've talked about these two characters a lot. Um, there wasn't a whole bunch. I think talking through it helped me like change some things. I debated back and forth with Anna for useful skills at one and two. <laughs> A lot. But I do think that her on the self-sacrificing, I ended up giving her the five because of the end. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that I moment was big enough to give her a five there. Mm-hmm. Um, and at times I'd fluctuated back and forth on the one moment versus how much she kind of puts herself above at yes. different times. So I ended up giving her that five. Elsa's the one that I think I, I started much lower 
when we began this bracket and through talking with you and our guests, Elsa got up a lot higher. And so her courage is now out of five where at first I gave her a lot of threes because I was really having trouble deciding, as you've probably heard in past episodes, where she fits as far as what's in her head versus what she's doing. Right. So I definitely landed a little bit higher on her throughout all of this. And self-sacrificing, I gave her a five, too. That was one that had yeah. been lower before because I do I do agree with some of the past discussions about the fact that she does give up her entire life for others. Whether or not she needed to is beside the fact that she did. Right, 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 right. She, you know, it, it, it was. it's a lot of talk of did she make the right choice, but at the same time, she doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> like she's doing what she thinks. Yeah is the best just as much as Anna is. So yeah, I would agree. I think my scores went similarly. Anna scored overall much higher when I first tallied it. Mm-hmm. And that was when I kind of had that that conversation of, oh yeah, five for courage. And then it was brought to my attention about, but does she ever know what she's actually doing? Yeah. Uh, not really. You're right. It's and I and I, and I went through every interaction and you you Andy are so right with her self-sacrificing because amongst all of the I'm gonna climb this rock and I don't know what that means. I'm gonna make my sister kind of angry by just telling her she can just fix it. Cause of course she can fix it. Why not? I'm going to run in and, and yell at a mountain man I've never talked to. You know, like yep. none of those yeah. things. I'm gonna run off in it without changing my clothes in the middle of you know a snowstorm yeah. in Arendelle when you have winter clothes. Mm-hmm. Because then you're in Norway. Like yeah. you're not going to take that five seconds. Five seconds, go change. To like change or get like an actual winter cloak and yeah. not just like a little throw. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you live in a castle, you have servants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like a lot of those things, you know, she she just didn't understand. She just went in blind. But yeah. that self-sacrificing moment at the end, I, I agree with you. I did also give her a five for that because not only does she know that something irreversibly bad is happening to her if she yeah. doesn't do something about it. Yeah. But she is putting herself in the way of a blade. And she yeah. does she doesn't know she's going to freeze in that position. Yeah. She's taking it at that <laughs> like, point. Like she is just yeah. willing to take it for Elsa. Yeah. And I think that as far as a sacrificing moment is yeah. very powerful. Cause there's a lot of things that go into that for her. So yeah, useful skills. We love her. Yeah. We stand her, but yeah. uh, sorry, baby, you got a two yeah. from me. And Elsa, Elsa kind of hover under the same for me for her personality because she either scored pretty poorly, which is her character. Like that doesn't make her bad. That just makes her not a hero, which is fine. She's not a hero yeah. in this first movie. Or she scored super, super high. And they're really, she only got one three. Everything else was like yeah, twos and ones or fours and fives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, she definitely was on opposite sides of that scale in this. Yeah. And it does make sense. You're right. It's Anna is the heroine yeah. in, in the movie. And Elsa is the antagonist, not necessarily the villain, because I do think she is a victim. So it makes sense that Anna oh, scores higher in heroic personality. Yeah. But in character development, Elsa actually scored one point higher than Anna. So I have Anna at 46 for character development and Elsa <gasps> at a 47. Get out of here. I have the same. Really? Yeah. Brilliant. I have the same for them too. Yeah. El- Elsa, <laughs> it, it was interesting to me mm-hmm. to fill out that for Elsa was so interesting to me because Anna, when you, when you look at the face value of the movie, it's mm-hmm. Anna 
climbing up the mountain to get her sister. Like that yep. is a lot of what happens. That is a lot of the time is devoted yep. to her traveling up the mountain yes. to get Elsa. Mm-hmm. And despite that, and despite a lot of things happening to Elsa, yeah, she still, I agree, like overall moved the story along. I just was surprised with how high she scored there. Because mm-hmm. she's not given quite as much, and so much happens to her. Unlike yeah. other characters who we've had, where things happen to them and they score really, really low. Yeah, I was surprised that Elsa scored higher. She definitely scored higher than I thought she would for yeah for this for things happening to her. Yeah. So Anna, the goals I actually gave Elsa, yeah, four on goals that define the narrative arc, and Anna got a three because I think what Elsa wants affects the story far more than what Anna once because i'm yeah. just trying to fix what elsa wants which is to get <laughs> <Right>. away <laughs> and like the consequences right, right. yeah yeah they, they both definitely move the story along but yeah their their goals are so different they both got a five in flaws oh Maybe. i only gave anna a four in flaws that's fair and i gave elsa a five Although the movie is like about her flaws, well, yeah, <laughs> or part yeah, of it like is, <laughs> I yeah, think Elsa that's why I maybe scored her higher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. They, they both got relevance to today fives. Mm-hmm. Elsa got a little bit more of intelligence. Something that I did, which really swung them, and out of, yeah. I'm interested to see how you did this. Yep. So when we were doing the feminist male characters, mm-hmm. I did them in comparison to how they interact with the characters themselves. Mm-hmm. So. Our other sister duo, Lilo and Nani, both got the same score because David mm-hmm. treats them both the same and David yes. interacts with both of them enough to qualify for that same. And not just David, but other yeah. other gentlemen. He's just a prime example. Whereas for Elsa, none of the guys really stand up for her, ever talk to her. So for her, I gave her a one, but Anna, I gave Anna a four. Yeah, I So gave- did you score them differently? I did score them differently. Anna, I gave a five for feminist male character. I could see a four. I could see. I could see actually. I knocked knocking... it down for Hans and um Yeah. The the Duke of the Duke of Weaseltown. Yes, Weaseltown. Weaseltown. Yeah. I could see that. I could see her being a four. And I gave Elsa a two. I think I tried to justify Olaf as a man. <laughs> but he's a snow. I mean, he's a snowman. Um, yeah. But he's not really there, but he is supportive for the two seconds he sees her. <laughs> so I could see him knocking both of them down to be a one and a yeah. four. But right now, they're a five and a two. Right. So, yeah, because they're it, vastly different. <sighs> Another one of the things that was very different for me was yeah. change or learn something. We've talked about this yes. a little bit, but I had a five for Elsa, change or learn something. And I had a three for Anna and change or yeah. learn something. Oh, I gave Anna a two. I think I was oh, nice, yeah. I could see her being a two, like a three. I think oh, I, I gave, gave her, her a five little too. bit. Yeah, for Elsa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I think the movie is about her finding out that all the things that she's learned about fear are yeah not helping her, and she has to change how she approaches life by the end of the movie to save everyone. Right, and more confident in herself. She learns yeah. so many things, which is yeah. which is really cool, and I think. Overall, she might possibly be the person who changes the most of mm-hmm. any of the characters we've talked to, potentially. I could see that. Because a lot of the characters who we, who've we talked about, you know, they, they learn to have confidence in themselves or they learn their place in the world. But they don't also learn all these other things that Elsa does. She conquers her power. She relearns how to have friends. She relearns yeah. how to have a sister and a family. She relearns 
how to be a part of a community. Like there's yeah. so much that she does that. Yeah, she she definitely <laughs> earned that five for yeah. does she learn anything in the story. Yeah. What's interesting is they both benefit from a lot of the plus and minuses, like the Bechtel test and the female friendship or sisterhood. They both yeah, they both get that. Those. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the the magic little section doesn't really change that for them. And that means no. that I have a 77 for Anna and a 74 for Elsa. 79 for Anna, but I bet if we talked, I would talk them down to your scores. I think I was a little nice to them in the heroic personality. And a 76. That's why I was interested to see what the Patreons did. Yeah. You know, if everyone was like Team Elsa. It would. It absolutely would have swung it. Have swung it. But that, you know, I think it's an interesting thing that they, they both did the plus two. Which means that Anna has won the bronze tiara. Ugh. Elsa, we have <laughs> fourth place. Anna, the, the bronze tiara. Yeah. She is. And you know what? Yeah. I feel like Elsa would not want and would not mm. accept a crown in this lineup. This is I fair. think she would happily she give it to her by sister. This bracket. And, like, <laughs> I don't know. And how not she in a made bad it. way. I just no. think Elsa as a person is very understanding of like who she is yeah. and what she is capable of. Yeah. So I, I feel like, especially by the end of Frozen 2, you know, I think she yep. would have been like, yes. Yep. My sister is obviously more heroic than me. Yes. <laughs> yep. That's, yep. She's very self-aware by that time. Anna would be flushed and me. Yeah. yeah, I'd be upset. I'm ordinary. No. <laughs> I'd be upset if Elsa won of the pair just because she's written as the antagonist of yes. the movie. <laughs> It'd be interesting to do the, the Frozen 2 versions of the bracket. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think I haven't it done would that yet. definitely put them higher. Yeah. Elsa, a lot of her personality would recover because the yes. thing's been suppressed for a while. Yeah. No, um, she has a couple of years to, yeah. to figure her stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, much. those are our final tallies from mm-hmm. all of the votes cast in. Thank you for that. Before we head on to the final two. Yes. We wanted to have a little moment yeah. to respect those mm-hmm. who've fallen in the yeah. maiden madness. Yes. Who have succumbed to the bracket yes. but scored very high yes. in their overall scores for us. Katie, who is your first honorable mention? Someone that I had as being the third highest score mm-hmm. for storytelling mm-hmm. in my lineup for character development storytelling was Lilo. Really? Yes. That's Lilo, fascinating. Lilo for storytelling. Yeah. Had my third highest overall score. She actually beat Anna by a point in storytelling. That's crazy. Lilo's storytelling is a 47. Yeah, see? For me. See? Yeah. That's fascinating. Lilo crushed it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're all just telling you to watch Lilo and Stitch is fine. Yeah, like just go watch it and listen to the podcast about Nani because she's fantastic. (laughs) That's amazing. Nani Um, did really well for me too overall. Like Nani, Nani overall beat Anna actually. So if she was somewhere Mm -hmm. else in the lineup, I think she came in third overall. Nani for me. Nani was a forty-nine in storytelling for me. Character development, yeah. storytelling. After I think I was a little harsher. Yeah. Because yeah. she was still lower for me than Lilo, but still mm-hmm. in the high 40s. <laughs> yes. Yeah, definitely. And she, she overall with the entire rubric 
was an 83 for me. So mm-hmm. she ended up <laughs> being the third overall score for me. Yeah, she everyone. was. She was third overall for me as well. For you, who was the highest storytelling score other than the final two? Other than the final two, I think Nani might have been my highest. I think 49 for Nani. And then I had Lilo at a 47. Punzo was a 47. Pocahontas got a 45. Same. Pocahontas would have been tied with Anna for me. Mm. Mm-hmm. In the overall bracket, if she had made it, Pocahontas. Oof, Pocahontas she also scored super with, high. Yeah, she ended up with a overall score of eighty-one mm. for me. So she was definitely in our overall scoring. She was yeah. in the top five. Really, yeah. Oh yeah, hands down. Yeah, her and Rapunzel tied for me for overall scoring at eighty-one. It was hard. Pocahontas ended up next to Mulan in that first. I know, that, and that, that is just tough. Round, yeah. For personality. Yes. Uh, the lady that did really well for personality, outside of our two ladies in the lead, Nani was my mm-hmm. highest for personality. Nice. So it's just interesting that it keeps going back yep. to, you know, Lilo and Stitch. We love that. Followed closely on the heels by one point was Pocahontas. Yeah, Pocahontas has a 34. Same. For heroic personality, and Nani had a 34. So they actually tied for oh. me. <laughs> yeah. Honorable personality. A couple other honorable mentions that yeah, I wanted to throw in was Moana ended up with a 75 overall score for me. And Jane ended up with a 74. Ooh. Mm-hmm. She ended up tying with Elsa overall. For nice. Me. And had the uh. solid 33 in heroic personality. That we oh, learned. yes. Oh, yes. Yep. The solid 33. Not quite <laughs> as solid as Mulan. Yeah, Mulan's. Yeah, that was that's pretty <laughs> solid. The as we most last solid. Week. <laughs> Jane, yep. close second for a solid 33. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> For sure. I have to give credit where credit's due for some of these characters mm-hmm. that personally, I think it's maybe because I watched Merida when I was older, but I have to give credit where credit's due. Merida's storytelling was still quite high. So yeah. um, even though I may not be a big fan of her personality, Merida, you you are a hero. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you, you are a hero. Cinderella, I was very impressed with how high she scored for somebody who was not a hero. She That's still true. overall yeah. didn't do great, but to get mid-60s, as yeah. someone who is arguably not a hero, yeah, she is a very kind and sweet person that you, the underdog, and you love that she gets what she gets in the end. Yeah. They did give her quite a bit. That was really nice. Good thinking there. And it does, mm-hmm. it, it kind of foreshadows because she pulled Disney back into the, into the limelight. She really did. So. Another really high scoring heroic personality for me was Esmeralda. Who got mm-hmm. a 30. Esmeralda got a 30 as well. Oh, that The three fairies, it just made me giggle <laughs> that they did so well compared to other movies for yep. their their storytelling is what did it. Their personality, not so great. But their storytelling yeah. was like mid to high 30s, which yep. is like average, possibly above average for this group of people. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's so. very few who went below 30. And anyone who did was definitely knocked out first round. Yes. And surprisingly enough, I think Snow White got above. Oh, no, she didn't. No, she didn't. She got a 21. Who are we talking about? Yeah, she gave, I got a 21. Sorry, Snow White. <laughs> Sorry, Snow White. And that is a big difference between Cinderella and Snow White. You put yeah. them together. They are both very innocent, mm-hmm. sweet, 
things that you you just want to see happy, but they mm-hmm. made some very big changes to Cinderella and it shows because Cinderella yeah. scored significantly higher. Yeah. Someone else we never got to discuss because she was kicked out round one. Ariel scored an mm-hmm. overall of 75 for me and 30 of that was heroic personality. Yeah, her her personality, she... She has a very strong personality and mm-hmm. a very bright one, and I think a very relatable yeah. one for a lot of people. So I see why she's a fave. So yeah, those are some some of some, the past the past RIPs. And I say one just moment of silence for my disappointed my my characters that I'm disappointed in. Oh, um, go. So one, I'm sorry to knock you when you're down, Merida, but your personality, I, I just I just need a, a little better. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. You're still yeah. a hero. R.P. Kita, who wasn't given enough. Yeah. To move on. She did really I, good. I really, but... really enjoy her. But alas, uh, yeah. she could have been a hero. She was built to be a hero. She's such a baddie. Yeah. But no. Ellen, we... It was so nice to revisit you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> However, I guess you shouldn't be on this list because I'm not disappointed in you. I kind of expected you to be this low. Yeah. So Sorry, Ellen, we... Yeah. Jasmine, I wanted you to do better. Oh, I wanted you to yeah. be better. And it's not your fault. No. I'm so sorry for you. I apologize, Jasmine. They didn't give you anything to work with. Yeah. It wasn't I mean, your movie, but we wanted it to be. <laughs> yeah, she that one that one was rough because I really loved her growing up. And she is yeah. a very strong, powerful, like yes, says what she, she is. Wants character. And they just It it was Aladdin's movie. It was Aladdin's movie. She was an an afterthought. And they did give her some thought. They did. They did. She had a very strong... You knew who she was in those few scenes she had. Yeah. But I'd I'd like to be upset for a minute for The Incredibles and barely passing the Bechdel test. Yeah. I have a mother and daughter. I'd like to be upset about that for just I'm upset about everyone (laughs) squeaking by the Bechdel test, except probably the three fairies in Aurora and Merida. Uh, Cinderella didn't squeak by either. Oh, that's right. There's a couple of like, yeah, there's a couple old ones that That didn't squeak by at all. They went, they flew by with flying colors, which is interesting that we get less ladies now, but they're better. Like, that's fascinating. Yeah, I was thinking a lot about that because Cinderella does have her stepsisters, so it's cruelty, but they're at least talking in a group of women. Merida has her mom. The three fairies in Aurora have conversations that have nothing to do with men. And then the more we get into the last few years, the less characters are put in and the less women characters are put in. Something that I, after our discussion last week, why does no one have friends? Right? They used to have friends. But no one they has used to friends, have friends anymore. Pocahontas gets a friend. Pocahontas had a friend, yeah. A lot of them have just like sidekick, but like they don't, animal sidekicks. Like some of these people aren't locked in a tower. Like nope. It makes sense that Rapunzel doesn't have friends. But even our, our finals here, like, Desiree brought up the great thing, like, Belle isn't socializing, but also, no. does Mulan not have friends? Like, we don't get to see if Mulan has any friends. No. I would argue that Mulan gains friends by the end of it. She does. She grows but you to, think she'd have, to like, get one friends. girlfriend. But you that's know, not from the point town. of her movie, though. Oh, I know. But and it's everyone thinks she's weird, so. It's just interesting yeah. that yeah. they isolate, a lot of the times they isolate the female protagonist in order Ugh. to show that she's different. But I'm like, I was a little bit of an oddball. But I found the other oddballs. Right, right. So <laughs> it's interesting to me that no one like and gets friends. Does Moana not have a friend on the island? She just leaves without ever having a conversation with a friend of hers? No, just grandma. 
just grandma like she doesn't i don't like, i don't know it started to but, really bother me the more i thought about the lack of friends yeah. that anyone has and jumping off of that yeah to finish out our moment of silence yeah is our anger for another lady who has friends but doesn't really have that friend because they don't actually ever show them interacting more than a few lines yeah. and it's mainly from the opposite end Tiana, I wanted you to do better. Ugh. And I'm so mad for you because you were a you dedicated dirty. queen. Yeah. You are hardworking. Yes. It's not yes. your fault, Tiana. You, you should have been better. had nothing to do with anything you wanted. No, Wait. I wanted to see you enjoy <laughs> yeah. your friend's time and not yep. just have her be someone to give you things and help you with things. Yeah. I wanted more. You gave us a friendship and then, but not really. Yeah, that no, would, we yeah. don't love Lottie. We love Lottie, but oh, I was she's just fantastic, thinking about that. But where it's like, yeah, it was all very. From what we're seeing, it's very implied that they're really good friends. But from what we see, it's very one sided. Yeah, there's a lot of assuming we have to do in these movies that I get, but also I want to actually see. Yes. So yeah, we and I get it. It's like know. an hour and a half. Yes, you can't show everything. The movie. But yeah. I, you know, I hope but I hope still, to see more clear-cut Bechtel tests in the future. Yes, yes. and uh, some more female friendship. Were there any moment of silence characters that you would like to have that you wish had done better than how they did before we move on? Um, I was not surprised by this, but I was very moment of silence sad at how poorly Aurora scores you mentioned her and i it, it's she just so little she just she falls so asleep little. she has so much Poor potential thing. i want like the i want the prequel to the movie right where we see her and the ants living in the <laughs> forest that's what i want and who wouldn't want that yeah. with those the, the ants who don't really know what she's they're doing oh, she great. like great <laughs> so i look forward to that disney get on it but yeah, that was my biggest. My, <laughs> I wasn't surprised by this either. But if you've listened, you know that Tinkerbell is my favorite, and her solid fifty <laughs> overall is just sad. She is not Tinkle a hero, Bell. but she no. is the sassy friend we all want. Yes. So I, my love for her is not faltered, but she was not going anywhere in this bracket. <laughs> But that, yeah, that was, those are my, I think you hit a lot of the good rest in peace overall big scoring ones that if placed in different points of the bracket would have made it through. But, you know, the bracket is what the bracket is. It's been a really fun tournament to yes. put all these child, like nostalgic children's movies to, to the adult test of who are they? What do they do? How well did they do it? <laughs> and rewatching them was super fun. Oh, it yeah. was really, really fun to go through and, and watch movies. Some of them that I hadn't seen in actual decades. Yeah. yeah. Like The Black Cauldron. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Thank you for listening yes. to that mild rant, that mild ramble, that mild throwback. I want to give them, you know, their due. Yes. Yes. Through this journey. <laughs> and now. Yes. To the finals. Dun, dun, dun. I'm very excited. They didn't move that much from my last discussion. Same. I did cave and give Belle the friendship because I've been debating with myself a lot about giving yeah. her the female friendship or not. Yeah, me too, actually. Yeah. So it's I did give it to her and the Patreons gave plus twos to both, which makes me feel great about them being in the championship. 
Yes. Um, so that's really awesome. And we did some social media polls. And in some of the platforms, they were tied again. But there was enough overall that Mulan gets the plus one. Yes. From the social media polls. So thank you, everyone who voted. Yes. So we got the plus two to Belle and the plus three to Mulan. For heroic personality, where did both of them land? Belle had a 34 and Mulan... I'm calling it. I think it's Mulan. Mulan got 37. <laughs> yeah. As we learned last time, she is confidently yeah. a 37. Yeah. I had the I had 35 for Belle and a 37 for Mulan. Something yeah. I did want to mention, because I yeah, also yeah. like I looked into both of these movies just to see kind of the females that might be behind them. And we mentioned last week that Belle was written by a female, the screenplay, which is really cool. Yes. Um, and it was only one screenplay writer, which is different than a lot of animated have multiples because Mulan had five screenplay writers and two of them were women. Heck else. So I thought that was really cool. Both were directed by men. We're, we're trying to catch up on that. Belle was in 1991 and Mulan was in 1998. Beauty and the Beast, the original tale. And I won't give the whole thing by any means because that's for another podcast. But I did find it really interesting that the original fairy tale was written by a French woman. So I think it's really cool that you have a woman writing that. And then Mulan is a Chinese legend and epic poems and songs. The Ballad of Mulan is the first record of it. And there's a lot of debate of whether or not she was a real person or not. Both of them were super, had the same supervising animator. Mark Hen did both of them. And he also did Ariel. Mulan is the first Disney princess to not have a kiss in her movie. And she's the, one of the only two. Yeah, I know. We talked about Kita there's, in the podcast. She doesn't. Not many. But for Disney princesses. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, princesses. It's, what's interesting, though, and what I like about Mulan's mm-hmm. is that by the end of it, there still is kind of that potential love interest. But yeah. he doesn't do it. It doesn't. It You feel at the end of the movie, love his awkwardness mm-hmm. and his like willing to kind of see what's next yeah and it's the that start. you don't need it you don't need him to kiss her to yeah. know that you're like ah they're gonna they're gonna do something they're gonna get together That'd yeah be really cute you know and you're still yeah. happy for them but it, it it didn't feel needed which i yeah. liked i liked it doesn't always need that and he's only known her as a woman for a very short amount of time <laughs> well same as all these other people who've kissed each other Compared uh, to Belle, I think, who does have more yeah. months yeah. of Belle know, has months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she gets to know Beast. And that's interesting, too, that both of these character, main character, their main character, what I'm saying, both of these top two ladies mm-hmm. have the most time to get to know their, their men. Yeah. I don't know anybody else who gets to know their love interests longer. Nothing pops into my head. No. Yeah, because they have montages. Jane gets to know Tarzan, but we don't know how long. You have no idea how long. Yeah. It could be weeks. It could be a couple months. Yeah. You have no idea. It's a lot Going of over. very like next day, love at first sight feeling. Right. Things. Right. Nani is another one that oh, yeah. you assume he's been around for a long time. Yeah. So there's, there's history, that. Yeah. Colette, weeks. But yeah. Not that, you know, Colette yeah. gets, gets weeks. So we'll give her that. And we don't have an exact day for Mulan, yeah. but we're kind of led to believe it's at least a couple months. Yeah, you can't they go through. They go through season changes. <laughs> yeah. She's Mulan and Belle also are some of the only characters outside of Elsa, but she also has literal snow magic yep. to interact with snow. Oh, that's fascinating. Because they are given a long enough story to make it to winter. 
Yeah, that's true. So we have Mulan is the first to not get kissed. And then Belle, does it, Belle gets a fun fact too in this. The Beast is the first male protagonist to not save his female counterpart near the movie's climax. He does save her from the wolf, but it's not the climactic battle that he's doing it in. Nope. So he's the first male protagonist for Disney to not be like heading into the 11 o'clock hour to save the right. woman. So I think that's really fascinating too that we also have some interesting love stories in this as well. Yeah, um, I really like them. Mm-hmm. Both, especially after I felt better after last week when I looked up all of yes. the reasons why it's not Stockholm it's not, Syndrome. Yeah. I feel so much better about yep. it. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yeah, heroic. Unless, are, are there any more fun facts? No, those good? are the fun facts. I like to compare. All right. They both had really interesting things happen. They were in the 90s, which I also think is really interesting that we we covered from 39? Snow White came out? Snow White is so old. Guys, I did not realize, like, every time I'm reminded about how old she is, I'm like, I did not realize that (laughs) movies existed then. (laughs) Yeah, we've covered almost, not quite a century, but we've covered, you know. Pretty darn close. Close to a century's worth of Disney heroines here. And the two in the championship are in the 90s. (laughs) Yeah. That's really fascinating. Both of these overall, regardless of bracket, scored very high for both of us. Yeah. So that says a lot to them. Yeah. The 90s Uh, had a good good round of uh, female protagonists. Yeah. Yeah. I I was very excited to see. And that's probably where all these Disney adults have come from. That's (laughs) true. All these Disney millennials have come from this strong generation Mm -hmm. of movies. So heading back to their heroic personality. Yes. For me, I'm just looking at they all got three fives Mm -hmm. and fours. I'm just looking at the differences. So for selfless, Mulan did better. Mm Mm-hmm. And Mulan also did better in the self-sacrificing and useful skills abilities. Yes. The the useful skills is really where the big gap was for me because Mulan got all fours and fives and Belle only got one three and it was useful skills and abilities. Mm. And where Mulan got a five in it. So that was like a two point gap. They, other than that, there was only a couple of points. They both, for heroic personality, did really, really well. For yeah. Her. So how do they match up for the character development storytelling? It was actually really, really razor thin. So Belle had a 48 for me and Mulan had a 49. Ooh, Belle had a 48 for me and Mulan had a 50. Oh, nice. The goals that defined the narrative arc were very different for me. So Mulan, I gave a five and Belle got a solid two. Oh, yeah. I gave her a three. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, her it her goal was not to go to a magic castle or to find no. love. Like, so it yeah, no, it was that one was a little hard. I think they both scored. No, Mulan, I gave a four for intelligence and Belle got a five. And I think for Mulan, it just isn't shown Same. as much like she does. She's innovative, which is why. I gave her a, a four with little brother and things, but she yes, d- yes. can't remember. She's like street smart, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But she's not book smart. Like yes. Belle would have nailed oh, nailed yeah. that test at the T And not shop. written it on her arm. Yeah. <laughs> like, Belle would have nailed it. I think they both got fives in has agency and voice in the story, which I love to see. 
Mm-hmm. After talking with Desiree last week, I did knock Mulan down on Stands Up for Self to a three. Yeah, I knocked her down because I had her at a five and I knocked yeah. her down to a four. And Bella gave a five for that. I did rewatch Mulan after our discussion mm-hmm. and she does give her reasons for why she joined the army to save her dad. So she does. Yes. She doesn't just take it, mm-hmm. but she doesn't try to argue, which I mean, in a way is her accepting what she came knowing yeah i had a big yeah. debate with myself about that moment after a discussion with desiree but i did end up giving her a three and uh bell ended up with a five because she just you know it's right in beast's face oh yeah many, yeah many a time she, right bell did get a two in exist to be a love interest yeah she got a three for me yeah and Milan got I, a five yeah Milan got a five i gave her bell i think just an average because yeah. as much as she is the love interest for everybody, she is actively going against it. That's true. And it's like very true. Working against being the love interest. Yeah. So I'm like, nah, you'll be average for me. Yes. But I did change relevance to today after speaking with Kate. I actually mm-hmm. knocked Mulan down a point because I do agree with her. Relevance today, how I think Mulan would do great if you picked her up and dropped her into the century. Mm-hmm. I did knock her down for the situation she's in. Mm-hmm. Like, and maybe I need to knock Bell down too for this. Uh, oh, but yeah. her like saving China is mm-hmm. like not, I will never be in a position where I'll be able to save yeah, it's more of like the metaphor of, not the metaphor, it's more of just like the idea of what she does than the literal situation. Yeah, so like I did real, give her a four. Yeah. She still is yeah. phenomenal. And I would, I, she, she was one of my faves. Like her and Pocahontas yeah. were my faves growing Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it made me want to learn some martial arts. Wanted to be a warrior. Yeah. <laughs> it, it surprised me. That even without female friendship and sisterhood Mm -hmm. um, and without, you know, too many supportive male characters and things uh, that Mulan still was able to Mm -hmm. pass Bell some of those bonuses she didn't get. I like to think that Mulan, I don't know how many female friends she gained after the course of her movie. Yeah. But I could very much see... Her three guy friends. Oh, yeah. Coming to visit her all awkward. The grandmother thrilled. Yeah. The dad and mother very overwhelmed. None of them want her. Yeah. They just want to hang out with her. Yeah. (laughs) Mulan, Mulan too, you kind of get to see. Can we have Mulan come hang out with us? Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like, that's what I imagine happening. Yes. Mulan too, you do get to see her meet three other princesses and Mm. befriend them. And you get to see. It's really about the three guys. They have a side plot with her and Shang, but. Her her and Shang are together. Yeah. They have a fight. Which is the whole thing. Like, they break up and then they get back together. And Mushu's still a jerk. (laughs) You know, yeah, that, that was one a little didn't bit of a theme. As well, as I was wanting it to, but um, she aged well. I think Mulan yes. herself, as a person, aged very well. Yes, I definitely I still think very so. much enjoyed her. I enjoyed Shang mm-hmm. going to Bell. I rewatching Beauty and the Beast. I really loved seeing Beast grow. Yeah, and in a very different way. A lot of these other characters, and we've talked about this in previous times of the the princess or the female lead is so wonderful and strong-hearted and amazing that these men change for them. Yeah. But rarely do you see it, see see the change quite so progressively as Beauty and the Beast, where yeah. you see 
this another montage, a, a full they get a full song montage that they sing together of yeah. them, of them slowly growing, not even to fall in love at that point. Yeah, they are just learning to like each other, and they're both growing together. She she is learning empathy and learning to care for others and to really put herself out there a little more. Yeah. And on the flip side, you see him going from this brash, okay, well, Lumiere is making me do this. Yeah. To, okay, he gave her the library. Yep. Not because anyone told him to, but because he was listening. And yep. it, it's, I, I, I love that for, for them. It's, it's different it's still similar to the typical trope, but a, yeah. a little different, and you get to see it better, which is is nice. Yeah, I really enjoyed the growth of both of the love interests in this, which I think is a direct result of the heroines yeah. testing them, mm-hmm. which I, I think is a really great relationship to see. With that, with the Patreon and the poll, it means that Mulan's overall score for me is 86 plus 3. So it's an 89. And then Bells is an 83, because I did give her the female friendship mm-hmm. after discussing, plus 2, so it's an 85. Yeah, with the 3, Mulan gets 90. Woo! She, someone Flat, hit 90. The three, someone hit 90. Nice. And then Belle... Let me do math because, like, I took away female friendships as head after we talked about it. But now that you put it back in, like, I guess I'll put it in my hand. But, like, she, so yeah, like, I was, like, debating. Let me she's just do some math. It. She's with it. <laughs> yeah, I have a hard, like, that one was a hard, like, how much are they just trying to get something out of her versus, like, are genuinely trying to help her? And a lot of times right. she talks to Lumiere and Cogsworth and Mrs. Potts is only kind of and the wardrobes only talks about, yeah, I had a whole, like, thing in my brain Oh, it's, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah understandable okay 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 so mulan got a 90 and overall bell with her extra two points got 86 nice so Guys, that i'm means- stress sweating oh. i'm so excited <laughs> <laughs> i love it that means that anna wears the bronze tiara yes elsa is fourth place she gets no tiara no no uh, she doesn't want one she threw it off in the snow <laughs> she's th- Marshmallow would take it anyway, so it's yeah, fine. It's he already has go. one. It's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a horrible it, It'll go one. into the unknown. It's whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Maybe it'll show itself. Like, say, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. That was a horrible <laughs> pun. I'm like, but you just made it 10 times worse. So I'm done. I'm done. I just kept going. I got to stop. I got to stop. <laughs> Don't show yourself, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> Belle gets to wear the silver tiara. Yes. And Mulan gets the beautiful golden queen crown. Yes. Queen of the, the heroines. heroines. And I Ugh. would love to see how her and Raya stack up. I think it's fascinating yeah. that we have two wonderful Asian women who, who are arguably some of the strongest heroes. Obviously, yeah. Mulan is now a hero. Is but crowned. if anybody watches, is yeah. crowned. But watching Raya, she is also a, a hero. Yeah. Her story is very heroic. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. I also love because I was rewatching Mulan, that Mulan beats What's-His-Face with the scary black eyes. Oh, yes, the, the Mongol. Yes. Sean Yu. Mm-hmm. There it is. He's terrifying. He's terrifying. He's but so, what I, I love so is that she beat Sean Yu in a dress. Yep. Yes, she did. I love that. She spends most mm-hmm. of the movie in pants, which I appreciate because, you know. But I love that she beats him 
in a dress and that yes. the fan steals the sword. It's like one of my favorite. I just, it's so She nails beautiful. it. It's such a good sequence. And like, just despite all the historical inaccuracies and the problematic side dragon who's in it for himself, she yeah. is was a really, as a kid watching it, she was a really powerful hero yeah. to have as a role model. And, and what show, a different yeah. kind of yeah. role model, you know, like to to have someone who was so strong mm-hmm. and so clever because you had had the Bells mm-hmm. who were very intelligent. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing, but mm-hmm. you you had the intelligent, you had the bubbly sweet, mm-hmm. you had the kind. At, at that point, outside of Pocahontas, and I can't remember which one came first. I think um, Pocahontas came first. But even though po- like Pocahontas still had that... Uh, she had some some courage and everything, mm-hmm. but there's nothing quite like going to battle yeah. as as a woman that makes it, you know, it was it was very unique of its time. And I I yeah. love that it made and made men question yeah. the strengths in women, mm-hmm. which was in, in a great yeah. way, because they all, you know, they they come to her side. Mm-hmm. In all of these movies, we have men doing things that are atypical. You have mm-hmm. Beast mourning the loss of Belle. Yeah. He is he is sat you're seeing him. Yes, he's a beast mm-hmm. at that time. But yeah. he he is going through an emotional moment and he gets that moment of almost tears, distraught, upset, mm-hmm. mourning a breakup essentially. Yeah. Which is not really seen in the others. Mm-hmm. And then you see Kristoff in later movies. Yeah. You know, get lost in the woods. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's like all of these things in men that you don't see in other films. And I love that these ladies are strong enough and the films were written enough that that really showcases yeah. that. Yeah. You have very them. two different types of heroes. Yeah. Belle doesn't ever pick up a sword. She picks up a stick. She does. But how much she stands up for herself, I think, is is really powerful and, and sacrifices yes. Yes. for her father is really powerful. They both sacrifice for their dad. Yep. Just made that connection. So that's a thing. <laughs> but I mean, checks out because yeah. Disney likes to kill off the moms. It's so. true. It's very true. Who needs them? Yeah. Oh, can we just like have a great moment of like just everyone? I don't know what to do. Like, do we stand up? <laughs> do we cheer that the that the reigning champ has parents? Yes. Both of them and, and grandma a grandmother? Who survives the movie. What? <laughs> Round of applause, Disney. Yep. Yep. <laughs> And Who knew? A solid family unit. Yes. <laughs> Would do so well. Mulan was only the second princess to have parents alive, by the way. Aurora was the first. Yep. And she noted. And even then, the mom, one. like, doesn't exist yeah. in the second half of the movie. It took them 40 years to give parents <laughs> from Aurora to Both Mulan. Parents. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. But yeah, Mulan is our champion. We and love that. Yes. And this actually concludes our first season <laughs> overall, which has been crazy. We've learned so much yeah. in our first eight episodes. I know. And and before we jump on to a quick uh, reminiscent, yeah. I would love to hear on social media mm-hmm. who you guys thought. I know we've mm-hmm. seen some brackets. I'm sure brackets have changed. Please let us know on the socials. Who you thought would win. Yeah. We have our lineup now of our top three ladies, so let us know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and yeah, this is this has been crazy to do our first. <laughs> Thank you guys yeah. for coming along on this journey of our, our first ever podcast and its first yeah. season. Yeah. And if you haven't checked out the uh, 
the original eight before Maiden Madness began. There's a lot of insights on origins. And we mm-hmm. actually will be doing another season not about Disney. There are not just heroines Disney. Yep. Because, see, we look at heroines in fiction film in the stage yes it is in our first opening intro it is it is, it is <laughs> that we rarely get on the first take but yes oh our next season we're doing it in the fall mm-hmm. right we're getting ready for spooky season yes and just in time for spooky season yes we're gonna do the ladies of harry potter yeah we are <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get rereading those all of those novels rewatching all those movies and taking a nice deep dive into their journeys in the <laughs> Harry Potter yeah. So this will be much like our original season where we will deep dive into the character. Only mm-hmm. the difference in the next season, as opposed to this past one, is the last one. For the most part, we only did one character in their mm-hmm. film, whereas now this is many characters in the same body of work. Yes. I think that'll make things a little interesting and a little different. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited. Yes. Yeah, we're going to cover each season's going to be something a little different. We, I, I could see a circle and back for the Disney princesses we didn't hit this season. I think Belle's yeah, definitely yeah, on my absolutely. list. Mulan's on our list. So mm-hmm, we'll, uh, mm-hmm. we'll have to venture back there eventually. But Some more deep dives. Yes. But season two will be coming out this fall. So keep, be on the lookout for that. And thank you all so much for being on this journey yes, with us. Yes, and don't forget to check out all of our other stuff mm-hmm. because, um, yes, our official seasons are going to be in the fall and then the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. However, we will have, you know, a little surprise fun mm-hmm. content here and there, um, maybe some bonus podcasts. Mm-hmm. In our long break. Mm -hmm. Uh, And of course, checking out our other uh, socials for different content Mm -hmm. and some video content and all sorts of fun things while you wait. Yeah. And we still have our After Hours episodes are still coming out on Patreon every month. So that's still Mm going to be going on. Oh, they're so fun. You got it. You got it. You got (laughs) it. We have some good ones coming up. So check out our Patreon for that. Thank you all for this wonderful Maiden Madness and our Ah! crowned... Queen Mulan. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank you, everyone, for this journey. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for our inaugural season and for our Maiden Madness tournament. Join us this fall for our second season where we cover the woman of Harry Potter. If you enjoyed listening today, we'd love to have you subscribe to this podcast, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and share with friends. If you really enjoyed our discussion, you can find more behind-the-scenes content, a peek at our research notes, and even entire bonus episodes on Patreon. Each month, we release a full After Hours episode where we discuss the movies we've covered this season, unfiltered and unrestrained, along with behind-the-scenes extras and notes. You can reach us on social media. Links to all our platforms can be found in our bio and on our website at damselsanddialogue.podbean.com. Until next time, this has been Damsels and Dialogue. Have a nice day. This podcast is sponsored by Royal Princess Parties, LLC, and is produced by Hello Out There Audio, part of Hello Out There Productions.